0: This is Matt, and this is Seth, and welcome to The, the Heretic, Heretic House. House.
1: Here we like to
0: talk about spiritual topics and what we think about them, and hopefully we can help you come up with some of your own thoughts and ideas. Hello and welcome to this edition of Heretic House. Today we're going to be talking about love is not easily angered and does not uh, hold a record of wrong or is not resentful so um i'm just uh i'm thinking here so matt what it says actually it says it's not easily angered uh, that's i think that's in the niv um what does that, is there a time for love to be angry oh boy Seth, you throw that one at me.
1: Uh, is there a time for love to be angry? There is a time for anger. but mm-hmm. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Like, there, there is a time for action. There is a time to fight for love. Um, but then there comes a time where love stops fighting. Mm. Because the, the, the battle's over. You know, the, the event has happened. So is there a time for anger? Yes. In a moment, in a season. But then that anger must be let go. Do not hold on to your anger. Let go of your anger.
0: Mhm. Yeah, we do have these different emotions too for a reason, but I guess it's knowing when to use them or when when they're appropriate. Mhm. Uh, I don't think love actually gets angry at someone. Or you know, if I don't think that, if you if you have love towards someone, you, it's uh, and you know, let me back that up. I think we do get angry. We definitely get angry at the ones we love, like all the time. Um, whether that's right or not, I think it's the question. Like, is that being loving? Being angry in that time, uh, I, I think it's getting angry at somebody for doing something feel like that they did something wrong to us might not be the time to 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 get angry like we're going to talk about not keeping a record wrong that I think that would kind of fall into that or don't don't be resentful where I think that it might be you might mean be more just to getting angry is if if that person is hurting themselves and maybe you're angry that they're actually hurting themselves and that anger brings you about to helping them.
1: Yeah. So the translation you read, I believe it said, is not easily angered. Yeah. And a lot of the other translations say, is not irritable. Right. And so when we put those two together, when we think about not easily angered and not irritable, it's not that love doesn't get angry. Love is not easily angered. Love is not irritable. It takes a lot before... Love gets angry, mm-hmm. and love says, "I need to have some actions to stop this uh, unloveness that's happening. This this evil, this darkness, this sin, whatever it is, whatever love says, I need to stop in. I need to step in and stop this. Mm-hmm. When that happens, um, when we when we confront a wrong being done, we do so in love and for a reason, and I, don't know, I think that's important to note the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's an appropriate time, but it's not easily angered. It is not irritable. You know, you just walk up to those those people that are just never happy. Everything is miserable. <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, they're they're easily angered.
0: Uh, they are irritable. Well, when I think irritable, it's like a state of anger.
1: Yeah. Almost instead instead of a momentary flash in the pan mm-hmm. for action it is
0: it is a lifestyle yeah just just being angry all the time that, now what do we do with i know in in the old testament there's a lot of instances where it seems like god is angry like angry with his people and uh, I just what do we do with those passages what do you What do you think about that? Okay, I'm a heretic. I want to preface that.
1: um <laughs> okay, I think those were recorded from man's perspective. Oh, you stole it from me. I was gonna say that <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so what, do, yeah I, I, what do you I mean think man that?
1: recorded what he thought must be going on in the mind of God. Mm-hmm. you know, um oh, there's this famine. God must be really upset at us instead of it being the natural consequences of living on this planet in this environment, mm-hmm. you know, in this, uh, uh, so there, there's a difference there.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, definitely, because
1: I don't think, God knows, would, like I, don't, my... I don't think it's that God was angry with yeah. these people. I think these circumstances happened and they had to put it somewhere and, In their minds, they were like, oh, this is what we definitely deserve because we were bad. So God was angry with us because we are constantly trying to conform the people in our lives to fit the image that we have of them instead of, you know, just looking at it that way. And oftentimes I think we begin to see God from our fallen perspective, if you will, Mm -hmm. from our, our selfish, our unloved, like in all the areas that we differ from this description of love. Uh, oftentimes we take those areas where we differ and use those to build our character of who God is because God must be full of wrath because I'm full of wrath when I see the wrong that is being done. Mm-hmm. I, I,
0: I don't think that's an appropriate response. Response. Right, and I mean, who knows the mind of God? Nobody knows the mind of God. No, um,
1: I, I, I speak dimly. You know, we know in part... You know everything we know is just, you know, it's just in part. We yeah. only have our perspective,
0: right? Which, which actually said that's mentioned later in this passage, right? It is. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, I, I yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I think as well. With with it being from a human perspective, and a, a lot of what human perspective, I think that. When Jesus came, he, he changed all this perspective. Well, he gave the example of what what perspective should be. Um, there's still a lot of I th- what I would call bad perspective even today. But um, the perspective of God gave us these commandments because he doesn't want to be angry with us or, or he gave us these commandments Things and if we don't do them, he's going to be angry with us. Instead of thinking that he gave us these commandments because he loves us, and these things will help us in in our lives if we we hold true to them. Mm. So, uh, but that that it kind of uh, segues into God's wrath, and what do we do with God's wrath? Like, I know we've we've talked about God's wrath. I think even on this podcast, yeah um but for those who ha- who haven't listened uh, haven't actually listened to all of our episodes and and but uh, what so you you tell me what do what do we do with that what do we do with God's wrath so this is where
1: i think we need to be very careful and tread lightly because i I believe God does get angry, mm-hmm. in the same way that I get angry. But it's only for a moment, you know. The problem with wrath is we like to apply it to these big scale events. Mm-hmm. You know, oh this, you know, this action was just taken place by this cult, and now look, there's an earthquake. You know, God must be pouring out his wrath or, oh, this this leader is, you know, is causing all of this destruction on this whole nationality of people. Uh, Let's let's destroy everyone involved, not just the, Hmm. you know, like I don't think that's the way God works. I think when God deals with sin. He first works with the individual to correct that. Through, through conscience and through that inner relationship. And then when God tries to correct sin uh, and that's not working, God goes to people that are around that person and prods them with his spirit to speak into their lives mm-hmm. of that individual that he's trying to correct of their sin. And if that doesn't work, you know, that, that person is... I, I mean, maybe God would have a tree fall on him. I think that would be extremely rare scenarios mm-hmm. where where God works that way. I don't believe it's the heart of God to say, this individual or this group of individuals is doing something that upsets me, yeah. and I need to stop it, so I'm going to wipe out 3,000 people with the flood.
0: Right. That sounds resentful.
1: It doesn't sound like God angered. to me. That's You know what I mean? That sounds yeah. like... Wrath. That sounds like anger. That sounds like vengeance. That sounds like, um, you know, keeping a record of wrong and, and, um,
0: letting it build up and then acting. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't seem like God. Well, I mean, in the message, it says, doesn't fly off the handle. Doesn't fly (laughs) off the handle. So when, when we talk about these things, it's, that's what it makes me think of like God just flying off the handle and taking out all these people
1: yeah I think God is a little bit more methodical and less irrational or um I I don't I don't think God uh responds very quickly like if if my understanding is correct God sees all of this and he knows what's going on and he knows the beginning from the end according to the scriptures but I don't I don't think the Creator jumps very often. I think the Creator sees what's going on, knows what's going on, and responds methodically with a purpose and a reason instead of, I'm just going to do this. I I think the Scriptures record the flood and they record God as uh, repenting that He had made man and then promising that he would never act that way again.
0: Mm-hmm. I still think that's some human's perspe- perspective in that.
1: Oh right? yeah, for sure. But the, the illustration is pointing in that direction. Do you see? Mm-hmm. Like God does not want. My wrath has been poured out. I have no wrath within me. Remember that Isaiah passage. I forget the reference.
0: I have no wrath in me. Mm-hmm. he says yeah but sometimes we just want to make it all about the wrath that he has yeah what, uh,
1: what god really has is love and a desire for a restored relationship with you mm-hmm. that's what god desires that's what god has within it
0: yeah you know uh you mentioned noah and the flood and uh, I want to take a rabbit rabbit trail for a second, just because uh, I have a heretical view of that. I don't think God actually created the flood so much as uh, <laughs> as we we tend to look at it. Um, I actually believe that man was actually doing something to hurt this world. Or. They were doing something in this world. We know that they were doing many evil things, and um, the demons were mingling with the with humans. But um, I think they were doing something to the earth as well. That actually cr- that that started at a, this event. That I don't know if they were digging or something, but they released. I think they released all this water that was probably under the earth at the time, and then that's what started this flood and uh, I believe Noah knew that it was wrong that he could see that it was wrong he he knew God was saying that this is um, if they keep doing this there's going to be a flood and once and he could see that it kept as it was progressing that and then we, we, we see it as God's telling Noah that there there's going to be a flood. And just um, God was, uh, yeah, Noah was listening to that and he built the ark.
1: It's so interesting when you say it that way because it makes me think, well, the earth started with water over the surface of the deep of it. And then he made the dry land appear. And then in the flood, there was water over the surface of the deep of it. Mm-hmm. And then the dry land appeared. And now where are we as a world? We're, we're having increased water temperatures. Our ice is melting. The water levels are getting higher. Like we're heading in the same direction all over again. I don't know. You just made me think about that. I wanted to say, wow, that's kind of wild, man.
0: Mm. Yeah, there's a point to let's not get political, but. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. A... I'm not talking politics. Oh, I'm just oh, I know. talking. Let, let's look at what's happening. And like let's
1: take the warning like maybe we need to start building a boat. Hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, or figure out what we're doing. Yeah, how are how we how do we coexist in, in this uh, this world? but hmm.
1: how, do, how do we live with I, the planet? Yeah, use the planet. right right we're, yeah,
0: exactly. not use all the resources and um, just be able to help 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 this where we live so we can we can let it flourish but mm. uh that's oh boy that's way, way I think that's way away from what we're trying to talk about today well i mean yeah it is you're right <laughs> carry on okay <laughs> well i actually had a a story I wanted to tell about being angry or flying off the handle it's something personally that i um in my own family one it was actually months ago but um there was my kids were upstairs they were starting to fight about my older daughter did not want my youngest daughter coming into her room and they were getting a little heated and we, me and my wife were just about to go up and and you know stop stop uh what was going on but my younger daughter youngest daughter thought it'd be a good idea to put her hand in the door so that her her sister would not be able to shut the door on her terrible idea so my older do- oldest daughter decided to slam the door shut and my I don't think she knew that my uh, the her sister's f- fingers were in the doorway and she shut her fingers in the doorway and um you know my youngest daughter started screaming and crying and me and my wife went ran upstairs and uh my and my youngest daughter's finger was you know all bloody and she ended up losing the nail and it was kind of a mess and i was like worried about having to take her to the, ho- the hospital and, and such and my response at the time was not i don't think it was that of love and i i yelled at my oldest daughter you know you don't slam the doors and you see what you did to your youngest sister And of course my oldest daughter was really upset she's you know crying and saying that she didn't mean to and then afterwards uh we got everybody calmed down i i calmed down too yeah um, I took, I took, I went up and took her aside and said, you know. Um, uh, I apologized. I said I shouldn't have acted that way. That wasn't the way I should have acted, and um, that was, you know, that was not the correct response. Um, I shouldn't have yelled at you. Uh, I mean, I I did say that, you shouldn't have slammed the door, but, you know, just not the right response, mm-hmm. and. Um, she did end up losing her door for a month, but <laughs> you took the door right off, yeah, we took the door off, yeah, <laughs> that's a great idea <laughs> so but but it it was not I did not act in the right way, and i would I was easily angered in that moment, I think mostly because I just i um I was kind of concerned for my youngest daughter and then and that made me kind of lash out and verbally angry so
1: and so so now your daughter from her perspective Mm -hmm. taking out of your perspective your daughter first she did an action that was wrong she 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 did something she shouldn't have done she responded quickly Um, it wasn't wrong for her to slam the door but she was already in an argument with her sister and she wasn't intending to do that, but this is what happened. And you responded, and you had that that quick judgment. Mm-hmm. And so now, now she has the scar of the relationship with her sister and the fight she had with her sister. Plus she has the scar of the consequences of she didn't even know what she did, and now she's getting yelled at and she loses her door for a month, which will really teach her to... Um, You know, be careful who she shuts the door on.
0: Yeah, not to slam the door.
1: But um, all of this stuff happened. And we could look at it and say, this shouldn't have happened. This shouldn't have happened. But now your daughter has to choose what she's going to do with the scars she has from this event. And, you know, she can hold resentment towards herself for getting angry at her sister and slamming the door. And... Hurting her sister,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, she can she can be resentful and angry towards you for responding so quickly without understanding all that had actually taken place, um, or she can look at all of those things and take all of those scars and all of that trauma and look back at those events and say, "What can I learn from this? Like these happened, this really happened. It has shaped me. How can I take what has happened?" And make myself more of who I want to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know. To be more genuine and honest and, and more loving and, and, and more like the, like the person I want to be. Mm-hmm. You know. Instead of saying that these circumstances have made me the way I am. And that's why I'm the way I am.
0: Yeah. Like, look
1: at the circumstances and say how can I take these circumstances and help bring me back to who I am and make who I am that much
0: of a stronger character. Mm -hmm. And not keeping a record of wrong. Thank you for listening. This was part one of Love Is Not Easily Angered and Holds No Record of Wrong. If you enjoyed us, we ask that you follow us on the platform that you are listening to us on. And if you really enjoyed us, then share us with your friends and family. We do appreciate it, and we hope you take care. Bye.